Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Good morning. Wake up! The Early Line. Line up! All right, guys, here we go. Monday, fun day here on the grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe and Ari alongside Dane Martinez. And the question you have to ask yourself on this Monday morning after is, what is worse, blowing a 28-3 lead with 17 minutes left in the game or blowing a 20-10 lead with six minutes left in the game? Because, let's face it, going to be a long offseason for Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers who somehow have to figure out where it all went wrong in the last six minutes yesterday, Super Bowl 54. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid, as many of you this morning. If you are up with us right now, well, congratulations there. You are a very responsible adult. Uh, Those of you uh, like the 17 million that are anticipated to be calling in today and saying, yeah, no, I ain't, we ain't doing that. Uh, good for you as well. But uh, we sit here and try and go through where all the money cashed. And of course, Dane, where all the money uh, disappeared and got burned up there in uh, in prop betting and uh, everything else. And I can tell you this this morning, the sports books uh, around the country. Uh, not necessarily in great shape as mm-hmm. the uh, the public uh, crushed it with the Kansas City Chiefs last night. It was very one-sided, guys. The, uh, the one and a half, it kind of maintained itself all throughout the week. Nearly 70% of the bets coming in on the Chiefs who covered uh, the Sharps. Well, we were wondering where they were going to come in and how they were going to come in. And then it was uh, over the 48 hours prior to kickoff, Dane, it was all about the total for them. And they kept hammering that down. uh, And that made it all the way down to 53 and a lot of books uh, before the before the kickoff that cashed. But it was the public who was the real winner. Those that backed Patrick Mahomes as a uh, even money favorite to win the MVP. And of course, those that backed the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, uh, 30 to 21 is what it was. And yet Kyle Shanahan, uh, a team that he has somehow had his fingerprints on again in a Super Bowl, manages to blow a double digit lead. But I got to say, it was it was exactly kind of like we thought it was going to be from a from a speed standpoint, from a tempo standpoint, long drives success running the ball, you know, keeping the chains moving, but not a lot of, certainly not a lot of scoring, not in the first half, not in the, there were no quick hitting touchdowns like we had uh, come to see from either of these two teams. So I felt really comfortable right around. We got to the third middle way of the third quarter. I said, this is, it's not going to come close. Like the, the total is safe here because neither of them seemed to be in a rush to do anything, including Shanahan, before halftime, who managed, uh, you know, said, oh, I'm going to keep these timeouts. There's no point. There was no urgency, it felt like, outside of the final six minutes 
uh, to really accomplish anything. So uh, I found that very interesting that both teams seem to be very content with the tempo that they had on the field, which wasn't a blistering pace by any stretch of the imagination. No, absolutely not, Joe. Good morning, Degenerates here. Uh, here we go on the early line on SportsGrid. Joe, one of the things we talked about was, you know, this feeling out process early in the game and then it may be opening up in the second half. I remember we both were talking about first quarter under, which hit under 10 and a half. Set first half under, which hit under 26 and a half, I believe. And it wasn't until that second half where we felt some urgency. But once again, you mentioned it at the top of the show, Kyle Shanahan kicked kicking himself not only as the play caller for the Atlanta Falcons when they when they blew the 28 to 3 lead but now up by 10 with about, what, five, six minutes left to go. You hand the ball to Raheem Mostart first down. Then you give it to Jimmy G to throw the ball. If they just hand the ball and get some first downs there, they're able to run out the clock. But the credit goes to Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, Damian Williams, Tyree Kill, and the crew. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions. And Joe, just so you know, Kansas City is in the state of Missouri. Yes, and uh, all well, and I can tell you this too, and I and I had a feeling all week, Dan. I kept saying, "Man, all I'm seeing is Kansas City Chiefs fans all throughout town." I mean, a, a sprinkle of a couple of 49er, you know, groups, but for the most part, holy crap, that stadium was filled. It was like a Kansas City Chiefs really? home game last night. It was unbelievable, and you could hear it. I mean, the cheering. Oh, I heard the tomahawk on. chop. Yeah. Wow, it was unbelievable how, and, and a lot of guys uh, at the game were even commenting, it looks like a Chiefs home game right now with the amount of Kansas City fans that traveled to this game. It truly was uh, amazing, and, and 49ers, they had their faithful there, but it was all Chiefs. I mean, we're talking 65, 70% of that stadium, guys, was filled with Kansas City Chiefs fans in some shape or another, and it was every bar Every restaurant yeah. in and around town filled with Kansas City Chiefs folks, and it was uh, it wasn't to be. They weren't going to be denied, and they also become the first team guys in 100 years in the NFL to uh, overcome double digit deficits yeah. in three playoff games, including the Super Bowl. It's in their DNA. It's who they yeah. were. It's the thing that worried most 49er backers. What was going? Could you do enough to be able to just go ahead and make sure they don't get up off the mat? And the answer is no. That defense, when it came down to it, they just had no answer for Mahomes in the final six minutes. And uh, and again, nobody's going to talk about the Kansas City defense, guys. But the reason we're talking about this right now is they made just enough plays to give Patrick Mahomes the opportunity to overcome in that uh, fourth quarter. Uh, the defense did their job for Kansas City, but they won't ever get any credit for it. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, Joe, at this point, you know, I've been extolling the Kansas City defense for the better part of two or three months, right? <laughs> but it will clearly go to Patrick Mahomes and his ability to go with the, the touchdown drives at the end of the game. And now we listen, Joe, we said this all week. Right, We were saying that, listen, if Kansas City is down 10, down two scores, they're okay. It doesn't change the way they want to play football, and it didn't. You still saw you know, all of the same kind of plays, all of the same kind of targets. The interesting part to me 
is that even up 20 to 10, after that, they don't give Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, kind of the ball. He he goes something like 3 of 11 when they are up by 10, including an interception. He gets sacked. When the chips were down, Jimmy Garoppolo proved to be nothing more than a game manager when he yeah. needed to make a couple of plays to win the game. And then on the other side, it don't matter how much you're down, Patrick Mahomes got it done. I thought it was an incredible uh, challenge on the conversion, right? It was like second and 15. Tyreek Hill made what was going to be a first down catch. They overturn it via replay. And then on third and 15, the San Francisco defense is not able to get off the field. And somehow Tyreek Hill is open for a 40, 45 yard play. I thought that was a huge play to keep the drive going, Joe, when they were backs up against the wall, staring at a third and 15. And you talked about it. Frank Stanfield talked about it. The idea that the San Francisco defense was able to get off the field on third down all season long, but that Patrick Mahomes was able to make those plays make conversions on third down, whipping out his bag of tricks. That's what I've been saying all season long, Joe. It's those kinds of off-script, off-schedule plays that keep drives alive, and the huge throw to Tyreek Hill on third and 15 to keep that drive alive really is what kept the Chiefs above water in the second half. And they were willing to to go for it. I mean, the, yeah. you know, Andy Reid, fourth down situations uh, early on in the game kind of set the tempo, and, and quite honestly, I mean, obviously, when you, you look at the outcome, but you've got a question, uh, the George Kittle deep ball there before yes. the first half ended, that was a huge play for the 49ers. Obviously, didn't go their way. But at the same time, the way they managed the clock in the final minute 30 there with, with timeouts mm -hmm. and opting just to kind of be content with a 10-10 in a Super Bowl was a it was head scratching at the moment, but it it becomes even more head scratching when you look like uh, uh, guys, what what the hell just happened here? Like, you know, you you waste those opportunities. And that's really what it was, a wasted opportunity with the ball there at the uh, at the end of the first half. And while listen, Kittles, you can debate it all day. I have no problem with how the officiating went in that game yesterday. In fact, I'm most impressed with how little involvement nine total flags in yeah. that game guys nine uh and yeah uh, give me more of that moving forward i've got no problem with the nfl at all uh because he did push off so let's be realistic here he did push off but nine penalties that to me is uh, the nfl officiating needs to adopt more of that last night yeah joe i mean they say whatever, regardless of the sport, right? NBA, Major League Baseball, they say a ref is doing a good job, an ump is doing a good job if you ain't talking about them. You know, if right. you don't know their name, right? I will say this, Joe. I was at, you know, my friend's house watching the game, and two of my best friends are there, and they are big Saints fans. And so as soon as the Kittle play happened, they were like, wait, that's pass interference, but Kyle Rudolph in the end zone against the Saints was not pass interference as a tight end. And they got a valid claim, you know? So it's still the idea. I hate that it's such a subjective call we've talked about that even mm -hmm. with the replays and a subjective call but in the grandest stage they decided to make that call and boy would that have flipped the game Niners going in at halftime yeah and I don't have a problem with the call because I hear you, you can yeah. look at it a million times he he may not catch that ball guys if he's not given the old it's forearm true. there it's just uh, subjective to, to Joe Sorenson. you know it, it is but again they didn't make a habit of doing it but 
if you're not going to call it in that kind of big play, then you know, then when are you going to call it? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I got news for you. That would have went upstairs to replay review. Yeah, it was inside and, two minutes. Yeah, inside two minutes. We'd have, a, you know, again, we'd be having – I'm glad it happened the way it happened. I'm also glad, too, that uh, we didn't have a whole lot of that – uh, overturning. We didn't have any of No, it was clean. Nine, it was a pretty clean game. Was, and they let him play. Yes. And I'm sure. Including the helmet four. to helmet to Jimmy G, right? They let him play. Or could have been called. <laughs> they let it play. Nine penalties under the 12 penalties called. Also a check. Uh, we'll go ahead and go over the props that cashed and didn't cash. We'll do that next here on the I'm still looking for Pitbull. early line. Sportsgrid.com. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. San Francisco won the toss. They defer. We'll see that high-octane offense of the Chiefs to begin this Super Bowl. Mahomes looking to flip. Takes it in for the touchdown. Garoppolo keeps play action. Passes caught. Use check. Touchdown. Handoff here. It's Mostert. He is in for the touchdown. 20-yard penalty of first down, first and goal, pass open, touchdown, Kelsey, Chiefs are back in it. Mahomes throws, pass, caught, Williams, touchdown, Kansas City jumps on top. Second and six, Williams makes a cut and will roll into the end zone for the touchdown. No flags. And they have done it. Chiefs are Super Bowl champions here in Miami. As they win it here in Super Bowl 54. Yeah, they sure are. And Andy Reid ended up getting that elusive uh, trophy. Finally, Reid gets that uh, that Super Bowl win. Uh, the best coach never to have one, they say. And unbelievable job uh, to be able to get it done there. 31 to 20. And maybe the only people happier than uh, than Andy Reid, of course, is the betting public who just uh, cleaned house there with the uh, against the books yesterday. Uh, just amazing uh, opportunity, not only with uh, backing the right side, of course, and and we did see a little bit of uh, of line movement, the line shifting towards Kansas City uh, even more so. It, you know, it was going back and forth, one, one and a half. Uh, it did, in fact, uh, I believe, even at one point at Fanduel yesterday too. It had almost reached. It had reached two for a short oh, really? period of time. Yeah, I only did. saw it at one and a half. We had, uh, yeah. yeah, we had it on uh, after you guys on Pro Football okay. today. It, it pushed the two briefly and then came back down. But the bottom line is, it, it wouldn't have made a difference. One and a half, two, it really didn't sure. make a difference. Thirty-one to twenty uh, is the win there, and twenty-one unanswered is really the name of the story here. Twenty-one unanswered by the Chiefs in the fourth quarter that really just brought them from behind. And they had no answer. Uh, they just, San Francisco, we heard all week, Dane, that defense wins championship. Mm -hmm. Well, not necessarily. Uh, just enough defense wins championships. You better have some offense, and you better have, and this was the thing we talked about 
uh, all leading up to this is that we knew what we witnessed last night Kansas City had. That plan B, that plan C. They didn't make a difference. They were never going to be out of this game. The question was, what was going to happen with San Francisco if, uh, and they had success running the ball, congratulations, but what happens when you had to stop running the ball because you needed to do some other things? And I'll give credit to Shanahan. He only ran the ball, uh, you know, the final two drives there that he had uh, in uh, in the final 12 minutes, you had Mahomes gets intercepted. They're right. up by 10. Things are going all well. Yeah. And then for the next two series, they they run the ball three times and they opt to pass it nine times. So there was this... And after the game, he says, listen, we, we needed to move the chains. We That's what we forget about the clock. He's like, they still had three timeouts. So clock wasn't an issue. We needed to keep moving the chains. And he felt the best way to be able to do that was to complete some passes. And yeah, but then you got to complete them. You got to complete yeah, them exactly. then, Joe. <laughs> they once again weren't able to do that. And now and I don't blame Jimmy G for this. This isn't on uh, Jimmy G. When when we hear defense wins championship all week from this San Francisco team and, and from those that backed it, um, your defense was nowhere to be found when they needed it the most. If that's your if that's your main focus of your team and this is what then you guys had the opportunity. We know Kansas City's all about Mahomes and the offense. What did your defense do? You had them on the field. You had the opportunity, that defense, to not go 21 unanswered and to give up that lead with the final six minutes of the game. But you couldn't do it. So to me, defense, it got a little exposed, certainly. And I don't think anybody saw this coming. Uh, Damian Williams on the ground, uh, even sands that last run there that, uh, that made it 31 impressive man the 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 it became very yeah. obvious i think early in that game that they were they were having success running the ball and i don't think we saw that happening and quite honestly i don't think the 49ers saw that happening either yeah i mean damian williams finishes with 17 carries 104 yards and of course the touchdown he did work in the passing game as well a touchdown in that way um you know and and maybe you kind of started to see this right remember Joe, throughout the playoffs at the end of the season when LaShawn McCoy was a healthy scratch for a lot of these games, right? It was starting to become clear that Damian Williams was taking the mantle here as the three down back. It was Darwin Thompson that would be the B-side and get a couple of carries throughout the playoffs. But you saw that they started to trust Damian Williams. Listen, when you talk about you don't uh, put it on Jimmy G necessarily, I sort of, I don't disagree, Joe. But what we did see was that Jimmy G did get flustered with a rush in his face, okay? He did make mistakes and bad throws when the pressure got to him, okay? And what I will do to contrast this, these guys that I've been talking about all season, these guys that can make plays off script, whether it's Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, even a guy like Aaron Rodgers, that to me, Joe, in this 2020 NFL, that is the skill set that you truly need. You don't have to be Lamar Jackson, right? It's not about speed and running the ball per se. It's about that little pocket agility so you don't get flustered, can still make throws. With the pressure in his face, Jimmy G was not able to do so. Joe, in the third quarter, 
at some point when it looked like the Niners were going to win, me and my boys, we were having the conversation of like, well, who would be the MVP on the San Fran side, right? Mostert was eh. You know, Debo Samuel was doing some things in the end around. And then at that point, when I looked up, Joe, Jimmy G was 18 of 20. And I was like, wow, that's efficient. That's a game manager, right? He's completing like 85% of his passes. That's awesome. I look up at the final line, and Jimmy G goes 20 of 31. If you're a game manager, Joe, you have to complete those passes to do what Kyle Shanahan said, keep the chains moving. He finished like 3 of 11 with the game still on the line when all he needed to do was continue to be a game manager, continue to complete a high percentage. And I blame... It's hard to say you blame Jimmy G, but he's got to be able to do that even when the rush is coming in his face under pressure. Uh, Listen, I... It's not his fault the defense melted down in the fourth quarter against Mahomes. They had controlled him all game. They had done exactly everything they needed to do. You're the number one defense in the NFL. Rise up, guys, and you didn't. Sherman yeah. got toasted a number of times. They let Tyreek Hill go. Third and There's 15, no they get 40 yards. No excuse on that defense whatsoever. You were built around the defense and a running game, and neither of those two things, and from the defensive perspective, you guys got flat out beat in the end. You ran out of gas, call whatever you want. You guys got flat out beat by the Kansas City offense in the you know final 10 minutes of that game. The offense asking Jimmy G to do that when he hasn't really had to do that again. And I'll go back to, you know, you, you threw the ball eight friggin' times right. in the playoffs. Yeah. What did you think? All of a sudden, he was just going to – and this was the worry all the time with yes, him. we were well, saying it for weeks. All of a sudden now, you, all, you, you throw eight times, you don't ask him to do anything, right. and then on the biggest game in the biggest platform of the year, yes. all of a sudden now you want him to drop back 31 times and throw the ball? Like what? I, I blame Shanahan. I blame the idea that somehow or another you don't need to pay. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I get it. Then you know what? You had no problem running the ball at all in that game last night. And at the big moment, to me, there was panic on that sideline of San Francisco, and they opted to move away from what had right. worked so well. I hear you. Three out of the five, you know, all of a sudden you, you run the ball three times and you go nine passes in in, mm-hmm. in three possessions. Of like, which he went, what, like two of nine, three of nine I, like, on I don't those passes? I understand you. I, I don't understand you at all. And to me, it's not on Jimmy G. It's on Shanahan Setting him up to be panicking. successful. I, you know, again, what what did you do? Eight passes in the playoffs. That, we saw what Mahomes right. did, three consecutive come from behinds. Uh, Jimmy G threw 12 passes in two playoff games. Congratulations. Yeah. Remember this. We, we He went, what, six of eight in the NFC Championship game? Something yeah. like that, right? And then remember this one. I always go back to this one, Joe, and I think it was either you or Blewett who said it originally. After the interception he threw against the Minnesota Vikings in, like, the second quarter, right, they trusted him to throw, what, six passes left in the entire second half of that game when it was tight, right? So when the chips were down, when there was pressure on in the second half against Minnesota, they didn't trust it, right? At the beginning of the game against Green Bay, 
They didn't trust him. Now, all of a sudden, fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, when you have a running game, don't get it twisted, Joe. They averaged over six yards a carry in the Super Bowl. It wasn't that impressive, but Mostart runs for 58. Yep. They couldn't stop Debo Samuel on the end arounds. They were getting seven to ten yards every single time, and they decide, no, let's put it on the arm of Jimmy G as the pass rush was coming. An interesting call, to say the least, and this is now going to follow Kyle Shanahan hand around until he ultimately cleans out the closet of the ghost and actually finishes the job and wins a Lombardi trophy. He could be up by three scores and people are still going to have these whispers in his ear. Yeah. And I mean, listen, guys, think about this. They were four and 12 last year, this this 49ers team. And I know it it sucks. Certainly if you were, if you were backing the 49ers, it's not, it's terrible. I get it. But the reality is and we say this, it's a, it's a, we say this all the time. You guys, you have to lose in order to be able to win yeah, in it's a this process. league, in all leagues. It was a process for Kansas City last year, That's losing right. by, for one play against the, uh, the Patriots. Now yeah. they win. 49ers are not going anywhere. They'll be really, really good again next year with another opportunity. We'll talk more about the future. Is it a dynasty? We'll talk about that coming up here with the Kansas City Chiefs. On the grid, sportsgrid.com. Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Regulators. You regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. All right, welcome back in on a Monday, the day after. Still wondering why it is that this is not a holiday, but uh, I know many of you are feeling the same way here this morning. But uh, welcome into the grid. It is the early line. Uh, I'm Joe Ranieri. He is Dane Martinez. As we uh, put the uh, recap together here on what was a uh, entertaining and uh, certainly uh, could have been a very profitable uh, Super Bowl for we did uh, pretty good, Joe. Yeah, especially for the public. I, I you know, yeah. congratulations, you guys. Uh, the books. Anytime we can sit there and we hear the books uh, whining and crying, it's, it's a, good for it's us. A good thing. It's a very good thing because not only did they nail the, uh, of course, the the score and and the spread there at one and a half. Without a doubt, Kansas City was the favorite. Um, contrarian betters also got theirs too with the under. Uh, as the uh, it was artificially inflated all the way up to 54 and a half, 55 during the week. It did close somewhere around 53. So we were wondering where the pros were coming in. They came in on the total. And uh, boy, oh boy, what uh, they got it done. They are 51 total points. Ain't enough. Uh, that is considered an under. So was the first half. Mahomes being the MVP. Also a big, big public favorite. They went ahead and cashed for that. And there are a number of bets that a lot of books got crushed on. Number one was the anybody that had uh, the Patrick Mahomes for the first touchdown of the game. That was plus 2,800. Nice. Um, Kyle Jusek also. Kyle Jusek, baby. He wasn't even listed in a lot of the books. So he was considered a field bet at 18 to 1. Mm. So he was another one that books got crushed on. Not to mention, as we start going through some of these here, we'll start with the National Anthem, Dane. Yeah. National Anthem, under. Under. Under, yep. under was no problem there. No chance. No score. Not even yeah, close. No score in the first six minutes. 
under. Right. First team to score was the 49ers. Okay. That cash, no problem. Both quarterbacks throwing a pair of interceptions. Mm. Uh, anybody that had the over in uh, in the INTs, which was uh, one and a half, congratulations. Nice. Uh, Garoppolo and Mahomes. The team totals, uh, Chiefs. Uh, went over the 27 and a half. Uh, that was somewhere around a minus 125, minus 130. The 49ers uh, under 26 and a half points. Uh, those betters cashed at uh, at minus 115. Garoppolo, we talked a lot during the week. What kind of passing yardage would he have? What were we going to do with his prop bets? Under, big time. Closed at 238 sure. and a half, and uh, it just it landed on 219. So that was good. Mahomes also. Uh, we knew it was going to get artificially inflated. Uh, it closed somewhere around the uh, the 302, 303 mark. Uh, didn't cut 286, so the under for Mahomes passing. And the rushing yard. Yeah, Joe, amazing. can we talk about this one? Yeah, the damn Mahomes was, rushing. They had. It this was so ridiculous. funny because at points yesterday, in uh-huh. many of the points around the country, you could have gotten as high guys as 34 and a half. Yep. It was it was just kept getting hammered and hammered and hammered. It did eventually in a lot of places come back down a little bit. Uh but yeah, so did his rushing total, that, Joe. It came yeah. back down too. <laughs> it certainly did. So I mean if you got Mahomes under let's say thirty one or under, um, there was a sweat job going on there last night at the end, Dane, that was uh Joe, that was, really was it was, it was unfair. It, it was really ridiculous. was. It's ridiculous, Joe. I mean, we talk about bad beats. We talk about game of inches. Now, and we also talk about shopping around and live movement, right? Now, truth be told, I got it over 28 and a half, Joe. Okay? Um, It moved up on FanDuel, I believe, to like 31, 31 and a half. And he was at 44, 45 yards, Joe. Okay? Mm -hmm. Um, and I had already high-fived a friend of mine, okay, because someone even said, and we made the point, we've made this point before, that in the NFL, sacks don't count as negative rushing yards. In college, I think they still do, but in the NFL, they don't. The only thing was a design running play or, oh my goodness, a kneel down. And you could tell, Joe, right after the first one where he lost five yards because he was clearly trying to kill some clock, okay? I'm sure people around the country were looking at each other like, Oh, snap. He might lose this. Then on second down, three-yard loss. Then on third down, he runs around, Joe, and he loses seven yards Mm. to finish. And then here's the thing. Also, I don't know if you saw this, Joe, because I had it at 28 and a half. All right? There were some, like, websites or, or, or apps or whatever that had him at 28. And then they just added a yard to him in the post game. It was like a yep. stat correction that went from 28 to 29 yards. I had it at over 28 and a half. One of my best friends who laid it uh, got it at 30 and a half, and he was not excited. I will say this. There are some shops out there. I saw Bet Online is doing what we've seen before, Joe, the idea of the good karma payback, right? They are paying out both sides of the Mahomes rushing bet. But, Joe, I've never seen that before. A guy lose literally 15 yards on kneel downs. Have you ever seen that before? I'll talk about a bad beat. Yeah, it's uh, it's rush again. If you had him in the uh, in the 30s, uh, good to go. Uh, if you got in late, because it was overinflated for much of the week, but uh, it started to get hammered back down the other way, and it seemed like it was going to be an easy win. It really it was. Really he had 44 for rushing yards, Joe, and he had it 44. Like he was going to slow down, but like all of the rushing yards with quarterbacks, which is always the biggest caveat, and we talk about it all the time. Yeah, but a kneel down is minus one, minus two, not minus seven, Joe. It, 
Listen, at the end of the day, if you're a half a yard short, you're a half a yard short. Doesn't make a difference you. if it's because he's seven yards or not. I it's, hear you. It, that's the problem with the with backing a quarterback rushing prop because. <laughs> but Joe, honestly, yes, I know. I know, but have you ever seen 15 yards on three kneel downs? Have you ever seen that before, though? If you're on the bad beat part of it, it sucks. But that is one of the risks of a quarterback rushing prop because, especially in one game left, guys, the craziness can go, uh, you know, the, listen, Andy Reid calling three timeouts in the final play so he could throw the ball in the air for five seconds right. was everything just, it, it was, you were trying to figure out what's he called to just run the ball. Like, what are, what are you doing? Just run the damn ball. You yeah, want to, exactly. you want to play that's going to take off. some time. Do right. your little end around to Tyreek Hill. That'll take time when him running wide. But you got to lose 15 yards and thus lose a prop bet for yeah. millions of people. Oh, Joe, I'm lucky I got it at 28 and a half. Uh, so I'm, I'm sweating it out and lucky, right? Yeah. But a lot of people got it at 30, 31, 32. And I really think it's messed up. Joe, he lost 15 yards on the kneel down. That's, that's it's, wild. It's, uh, you know, running back the other way to try to run out clock is hilarious. But uh, <laughs> I thought he was going to run out the back and take a safety at the end of the game. Mark that the last play and remember that it may you may love those uh, those rushing props to quarterbacks. Ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, absolutely no. ridiculous. It, and Tanner, it's only going to get worse as you get more and more of these rushing quarterbacks. Uh, guys are going to try and again, it's safer than anything going wrong on handing the ball. I, get I understand it. that. I get it, but that is crushing. Uh, it really but was, it wasn't crushing. Damian Williams, uh, if you backed his rushing prop, the sure. over, no problem there. Sure. Uh, Mostert, not so much. Uh, he went under his total of 74 and a half. He only finished with 58. Mm-hmm. Kittle was a little disappointing. I know a lot of guys that were uh, that loved the Kittle props. They were hammering him all over. Four catches, 36 yards. Would have looked uh, a lot different if he had that 40-yard yeah. catch at the end of yeah. the second quarter. Uh, Absolutely. Up five and a half was his total. Seventy and a half was his total yardage. That yeah, we would have got work. that with that one with the last Kelsey, play. Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, all uh, over guys uh, doing well there. Under for the Kelsey yardage, over for the uh, receptions. But Tyreek Hill crushed it. He was at five and a half. He had seventy four and a half. Both of those cashed, as did Sammy Watkins, and we weren't sure what we were going to get from Sammy. And we talked about that during the week. Who would who would right. cover him? Uh, Sammy Watkins, uh, at points in that game, uh, became extremely wide open. He was mm-hmm. like the forgotten man again on, uh, on the 49ers defense and, uh, Gould, Robbie Gould, say what you want, man. Sure. Congratulations. He went over seven and a half points. Butker went under his seven and a half points there, uh, total for them, but, uh, congratulations. And anybody that had Kansas city by 11, had a 40 to one payout there nice. for an exact situation there. And I know you had an exact call on yeah. the uh, on football yesterday too. You actually called the, uh, called the score. Did you get 40 to one? I did not get 40 to one. It's okay. I wound up hitting it in other ways. You know, the under as we were giving it out and Joe, you know, I've had the Kansas city chiefs futures bet for a while. So my balance is a lot bigger than it was just yesterday. I want to give out two more that um, were kind of interesting that you needed to kind of listen to us here on Sports Grid. I made the point on Sunday as it related to Debo Samuel. Okay, a lot of people like Debo Samuel, but I said make sure you get the rushing plus receiving. Okay, he wasn't able to do it in receiving alone, going 5 for 39, but then another 53 yards rushing the ball on those end arounds that they were doing a bunch. And then, Joe, the last one I'll say, and, you know, 
I'm crying over spilt milk a little bit, but I honestly do believe there's a lesson learned here for people in the NFL. Joe, remember how we were talking about that players with a pass attempt over two and a half, right? Mm. And clearly, you know, it didn't hit, okay? Mahomes and Garoppolo, and that's it. I will say this, though. Early in the game, Joe, first drive, I think, they did an end around to Debo Samuel. And it was clear that he was looking to throw. Do you remember this play? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And he, he eventually tucked it down and, and ran for like two yards, right? There was also a play in the second half where Nicole Hardman had the end around, okay? And he wound up losing like four or five yards on the end around. Mm. They just kind of ran him out of bounds. Moving forward, coaches need to coach wide receivers. If you're doing the end around, instead of getting run out of bounds to lose five, just throw it. Just throw it. It's an incomplete pass. Second and 10 is a lot better than second and 14. You know what I mean? So we didn't get it, but uh, wide receivers need to learn to throw it away. Yeah. And help I you with the block. I don't think we got the, uh, the, the two and a half no? to throw a pass either. I, I think that, that was. That's what I'm saying. It was well, just no, two. It, it came. It, it was it, just two, right. But Debo Samuel should have thrown that ball, and right. McCall Hardman should have thrown it away. I should have damn hit yeah. it, Joe. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, my score uh, is very similar to yours, Blue. It's off by like three points, okay? My total on the score, I'm on Chiefs 31-20. All right, so that's it. That's yeah. 51 right there. Um, I am leaning under in this game if I had to make a bet on the total. And listen, I just think, you know, we see this all the time. Everybody thinks it's going to be a shootout back and forth. I'm not necessarily so sure. Two things. One, I think this game has the propensity to have them, like, feeling each other out in the first quarter, and it won't be dynamic right away. I like the first quarter under at 10.5. I like the first half under at, I believe, 26.5. I think, if anything, this game opens up when these coaches, Reed and Shanahan, make adjustments after halftime. Um, and, as I mentioned before, I am giving the Kansas City Chiefs defense more credit than most. I think the Spagnolo defense is getting better and better as the season goes along. So I don't know. Uh, Blue and I are both leaning under. Frank, what say you? Thirty-one twenty, Joe. Thirty-one twenty. Yeah, call by Dane yesterday on uh, Pro Football Today, the final uh, Pro Football uh, Today of the season. Mike blew it there, uh, Dane. It was a hell of a season uh, yeah. too. There, a lot of fun Great stuff. A uh, lot, a lot of fun there. Now we all get to uh, to rest here for a couple of months until, well, you know, like a month, and then the draft happens. Nah, so. Joe, we got XFL uh, yeah. futures. XFL yeah, futures. Yeah, we either got XFL futures, but still, uh, depending on how you did yesterday, some people take a break. Are, might take a little sabbatical here Fair. to uh, to kind of get their bearings on sure. before they got to dive into a brand new sport. Not to mention we got college hoops and the NBA to get to. So uh, I'm glad on, on many aspects, I'm glad the NFL is over, gives you an opportunity to be able to kind of take a deep breath as a, as a sports investor, yeah. you know, kind of take a step back here a little bit. And then when you get ready, when you're ready, you dive into – uh, the NBA or college hoops, whichever you want, NHL. You do have some XFL coming up. We are less than a month away from pitchers and catchers. So yeah. this week we will start talking a little bit about uh, some Major League Baseball Ooh. futures. That's just around the corner. So it's a uh, it's a good, very good time of year. And quite honestly, I'm uh, 
I cannot wait uh, for uh, these people to leave Miami now as soon as <laughs> sure. uh, as soon as possible. Because I want to give you, a, I'm going to show you this here, Dane. This was a, uh, this is what I had to deal with here in Miami over the last week. All, all right. right. I'm going to, I'm going to play you a little clip here of basically this is Miami in a nutshell with Kansas City Chief and 49er fans all week long. Here's a guy that pulled into the gas station sure. that we couldn't, we couldn't help but to, uh, to film because Lambo doors. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then uh, this happens. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, dude, for the I, gram. Dude, you need dude, that for the I gram. Was, yes. Dude, now that is smooth. Just, I, now I that will impress a lady. <laughs> that will impress a lady outside the club. Anything I couldn't do to stop. That's laughing. hysterical. I and on a, it caught, I'm like, oh, look at the car. And then the door right. opened up, and this he couldn't get out. And when I tell you, I. It was just on the floor going, welcome to Miami. Here Word. it is, man. If like, you got really, enough dude? to get that car, then your boy, whoever's riding shotgun, he needs to go out and fill up the gas tank. I can't. <laughs> you got to be able to fit in a damn that's car enough, first. Right? Like, that's, that's rule funny. one. Fit in the car. If you're going to drive a $300,000 for please fit in the car in the Lamborghini before you try to get out. I was, yeah. uh, but that's Miami in a nutshell I hear here. So they're all leaving, and uh, which is nice, but... Uh, in will come baseball players uh, next game because they're yeah, already man. starting to wander around spring training. It's, it's hard for me to believe is just right around the corner. So it's going to be a great next couple of weeks is going to be a great time of year, guys. And, and it's never too early to start looking towards next year's football season either. And, you know, and I know yeah, as soon as that out. game was over. Yeah. As soon as that game was over last night. And of course, the. The Homer question of all Homer questions was asked multiple times last night during the press conference. It is, is this a dynasty, Kansas City? Is it a dynasty? And uh, we really do need to pump the brakes on a whole dynasty thing here uh, because, and it's unfortunate, but at the same time, it's fortunate. The Patriots made it look so easy over right. the last 15 to 20 years, right? right? But the problem is, guys, the idea of a dynasty in this day and age with, and by the way, you guys are talking about paying Patrick Mahomes $40 million Oh, he's going to reset the market. Extension. All right. So it has also been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. When you do just that, when you pay a guy at the right. top of the market at a quarterback position, mm -hmm. you then have absolutely zero chance of being able to afford the other things you need in order to go. The only reason it worked in New England, and this is what people don't understand, is take Brady the discount did not want to be paid as much as he was worth, which is why he's kind of bitching and moaning now is he's, you know, you know, pay me now for mm -hmm. years. He was what? 10th, 12th, yeah. 15th, somewhere in that. And the reason he did that was so the organization could have enough to go around. Right there. Jones, it cracks me up. Jones last night uh, goes out. He's quoted as saying, this is a uh, MF dynasty, which is nice. I mean, elegant, but, um, you're a free agent, dude. Does that right. mean you're going to take a discount to stay in Kansas City? Is that what you're? Is that how the? Is that how it's going to work? So the mm -hmm. idea that you're just going to be able to restart this dynasty because you have Patrick Mahomes. If Patrick Mahomes wants to take twenty million instead of forty, then I'm all in on the dynasty talk. But until that time, yeah, pump the brakes on the whole. It's a great year. Enjoy it. The minute you pay him forty million dollars a year, you can't pay anybody else, and that's. That's where, you know, that's yeah. the caveat in all of this thing. No, absolutely. I'll say this, right? You know, when you talk about the dynasty, as long mm -hmm. as you have a healthy Patrick Mahomes, you will be a contender. 
okay? In every given year, you will be live uh, and, and a contender. I give you that, right? But, you know, there's a lot of other examples to look at. I'd look no further than Russell Wilson, okay? They were able to do that and keep the Legion of Boom together. Why? Because Russell Wilson was on his rookie deal, Joe. Okay, and as soon as they had to pay Russell Wilson, then all of a sudden there's no more money for Michael Bennett. There's no more money for Richard Sherman and Earl Thomas. Okay, and they had to make sacrifices elsewhere. We've talked all year long, Joe, about the Los Angeles Rams and how we thought it was silly that they went out and signed Jared Goff to the extension when there was no pressure coming from his camp. And we talked about this, right? They signed this guy. They signed the wide receivers. They trade for and now have to pay Jalen Ramsey. And we've talked about how the walls will be closing in on the Rams financially. You have a window now because Patrick Mahomes is still on his rookie contract. Everybody knows he's going to break the bank. They even made it a storyline on HBO's Baller series, for goodness sakes, right? But... Until they do, that's when they can allocate, you know, other money. It's a pizza pie, people. And as soon as your quarterback starts to get a huge chunk of it, you ain't got money for everybody else. Nope. And that's why it cracks me up, the whole uh, dynasty talk. It it sounds good on paper, guys. And you're right. As long as Mahomes, much like Russell Wilson and, you know, others, Drew Watson, we've seen it. Congratulations. You guys will definitely be competitive. But the idea that you are somehow going to rattle off, you know, three out of the next five or something. It ain't easy. It it ain't easy, guys. And really, there's no guarantee that they'll even be back into this spot. As long as and from what we heard over the weekend, uh, Brady, in all likelihood, is going to which is what we said. Brady is staying in New England, guys. Kraft's going to give him 30 million. He's going to give him whatever he wants in order to keep him there. One more shot. As long as you have Belichick and Brady, you're going to win 10 games. So you're going to be New England's going to be there again. Number one. Number two, you've got Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Baltimore is not going anywhere. But until Lamar Jackson can prove he can win in a playoff game instead of getting exposed. That remains to be seen. So right. Baltimore will be there. Yep. Um, you know, some of these other teams on the uh, on the rise over there. You got to keep an eye on Buffalo, of course. Yeah, Buffalo's um, on the rise. Going to be there, Joe. If you tell me that Deshaun Watson plays 16 games for the Houston Texans, I'll tell you right now they're a playoff team. Right? It's the same kind of thing. You know, Baltimore will be live as long as Lamar Jackson is healthy. Houston will be live as long as Deshaun Watson is healthy. I'll give you that. Brady and Belichick will be in the clubhouse with 10 wins. At least, right? You know, Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs will be there. That's four already. You want to give me Buffalo as an ascending up and coming team? I'll give you that, right? You got Big Ben back in Pittsburgh next year. You have what many people believe could be an ascending Sam Darnold. Maybe Baker Mayfield gets some actual coaching, right? But this Mm. is what it's about it's about these young ascending quarterbacks that are going to take the mantle from guys like Breeze and Rivers and Eli and Ben. Ben, and then to see if Brady and Ben have one more run left in them. Again, and they're not requiring to have to pay them $40 million. There you go. That's year, right. Guys, not yet. Not yet. That's what, that's what it's coming to. So you, you have a small window of opportunity, and then it's hold your nose and hope and pray uh, that you can put enough pieces together around it and not say, listen, congratulations, Mahomes. Go get your money, get paid. But if this is truly about putting together – 
a type of run that you think you can do, like you watched uh, Brady do for 15, 20 years. Right. Uh, remember, guys, he, he was middle of the pack as far as salary goes for all those years. That allowed them in order to be able to put it together and be able to contend at every decade that he played. So I will say this, though, uh, Joe. The Patriots for a decade have been siphoning money over to the TB12 gym stuff for a while. It's easy for him to take a discount, right, when they're just going to invest in all of his stuff also, right? They're just moving the shell game around. So maybe Mahomes... You marry a supermodel. Sure, that helps too. He don't need the money because Giselle's got it all, right? Right. So maybe Patrick Mahomes wants to have a little business venture that uh, the Hunt family can support. Maybe he likes ketchup. Who knows? There you Uh, go. You've got a lot of opportunities, but... Uh, it's nice, and and you also have to. And, and Pat Riley had said this, uh, and he was famous for it. You know, you got that disease of me that happens after you win. That's right. And it always becomes, you know, because guys, and you saw it right after that of the win, got a locker room there. You had Tyreek Hill, sure. and you, had, you know, Joe, you got all of these guys going. Oh, it's gonna. Yeah, the problem is that every time this happens, A, you get the hangover, right? We right. know this. They're going to be on Jimmy Fallon this week and doing the and, talk show circuit and all right. over the place. Absolutely. Yep. yep. And then B, they make it all about them. And that's the disease of me in locker rooms of winning teams, guys. And that's the hardest thing to combat is not allowing that to spread. And it's going to be hard when you're going to pay a dude at the very top there, Mahomes, 24 years old. If you're going to make him the highest paid player uh, in the league, uh, there are going to be guys that are going to say, well, why not me, unfortunately? And that's going to be very hard to combat. And sure. it's going to be, what does Andy Reid do? I think Andy, listen, is he a Hall of Fame coach now? I think, can we all agree? Yes, guys. Yeah. Is he a Hall of Fame coach prior? Yes, but now. Well, now he's got the cherry on top. Congratulations to Andy Reid, one of the good guys in the NFL getting it done. The future of the NFL, though, might include an extra game. We'll talk about that coming up next. That's good. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 